0: Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. Today's big idea is this. Retirement is an unnatural act. I will explore why it's an unnatural act, And the price you pay if your goal in your working life is retirement and the illusion of security. This show is founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Self-awareness plus passion equals success. Since 1993, when I left my successful legal career, I have been speaking, coaching, facilitating workshops on the topic of unleashing your passion, of discovering your passion if you don't know what it is, and teaching audiences all around the world about how amazing you and I can be when we are pursuing our passion. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous quote, The unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket, red the colour of passion, so I want you, whenever you think of red, to think of your passion, to think of the question, am I pursuing my passion? Each week in this show, I explore one big idea. My goal here is to give you one big idea that is usable, that might be of value to you, rather than giving you 10 different ideas that simply leads to confusion. As you know, when there are too many choices, when you go to buy yogurt at the supermarket, you end up buying nothing. Too many choices confuses us. I also share with you some practical resources that help you use this big idea. A joke, a quote, Rethinking the song a book that will help you on your way, a spiritual tip, a health tip. I'm also in favour of you having certain addictions, just like I do with coffee. I urge all of you to drink lots of coffee. If you haven't got a great coffee machine at home, get one. There are wonderful, amazing coffee machines, as you know. So, one of the great joys of coffee. Am I addicted to it? Yes, but no more than four or five a day. This show is not politically correct. This show talks about the human spirit. I consider that we have a spirit, a soul. Indeed, my definition of passion is that it's a source of unlimited energy from your soul, your spirit, your heart, that enables you to produce extraordinary results. So what's happened in the week since our last show? Well... The submissions to the Victorian Government coat inquiry on hotel quarantine quarantine disaster has had submissions made by council assisting. There are all sorts of unanswered questions and nothing that this Victorian Government is doing do I consider to be anything like half competent. Some people in social media say, oh, Daniel Andrews is doing his best. Hmm, great. So you have a CEO running your company, sends it into liquidation, and he says, I'm here, I'm committed to solving the problem, but he is the problem. I call on Daniel Andrews to resign. And also, I've put my money where my mouth is. I am in today's Age newspaper in Victoria as a co-signatory to a public letter calling on Daniel Andrews to change what he is doing, because what he's doing is destroying this state, literally. I also note that probably 70% of the Victorian population, whilst a little bit inconvenient, is actually doing quite well. No politician has had a pay cut, no bureaucrat, no public servant has had a pay cut. Uh, Doctors have not had a pay cut. Um, Coles, Woolworths, all these major stores, all the people there haven't had pay cuts. All the transport companies are busy delivering to homes. So it's easy to see why, why people are not in arms demonstrating on the streets. Because plenty of people are having a good time. Trouble is, it's destroying many, many lives, and in particular, it's destroying large numbers of small businesses. I say that that is one of the strategies of Daniel Andrews, to destroy small business. I reject that assertion, and I say it's time, people, to think about what's actually happening. However, as I keep saying, I'm not in despair, because I have learned the secret to happiness. In one of my earlier episodes, I talk about what is the secret to happiness. There are clear ways to be happy in the midst of this huge amount of nonsense going on. I also am outraged, not outraged, I'm very unhappy about the federal government's position on not allowing people to travel overseas or to come in from overseas. I think the science is incredibly clear as quoted by the WHO relentlessly, the World Health Organization, that 99.5% of people who contract coronavirus have zero symptoms or mild symptoms. 99.5%. This is not a deadly, dangerous virus. And do not believe the nonsense that a vaccine is going to be the solution. If you take such a vaccine with, with almost no testing, no valid double blind testing, you will be taking a huge risk. During the week as well, the federal government announced its budget with an incredibly huge deficit. And so Terry McCran, one of Australia's top finance writers, has said RIP budget surplus. No government will ever go to an election again promising a surplus. It now seems to be the case that, oh, well, deficits don't matter. Let's just spend like drunken sailors and interest rates are low. So that's all right. Leave it to our grandchildren to repay the debts. Well, government decisions have caused this huge impact on spending. I say the damage caused by federal and state government decisions The damage is far greater than the damage that any coronavirus could possibly cause when 99.5% of people who get it have zero or mild symptoms. My health is on the improve. It's been interesting observing my body passing through. Last week's episode I talked to, I wasn't 100% healthy. And so I, when I'm not healthy, I don't do exercise. Fortunately, this morning I was back on my bike, so that makes me feel somewhat normal. And passing through a stage of ill health, it's a good reminder of the value of being healthy because I hate being unwell, of not feeling on top of the world. I gave myself more time to rest. I, to some degree, I I put many things off, because I say to people, I just I just don't have the health to do what I would like to do. And one of the keys to longevity is that when you are unhealthy, you stop and rest. The other big global event that's happening, of course, is the Donald Trump-Joe Biden presidential election. I haven't got time to talk about that, but I have some views about that. And the whole question of the democratic process and what makes people vote for what they vote for. This is a whole question of your subconscious mind, of what you want, of what you believe. Interesting conversation and as you all know, the polls predict certain outcomes and the polls get it wrong with monotonous regularity. So we shall see how accurate the polls are versus reality in a few short weeks. Now, to our big idea. Before I go to the big idea, I invite you to subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to the YouTube if you're watching it on YouTube, share it with your friends, like it. Come and visit our websites, coves.com, where you can subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder, a regular e-newsletter that talks about ideas that might enable you to keep pondering about your passion and matters about which I'm passionate. Covest.com is for corporate programs and public programs. And CharlesCovest.com is about a group coaching program for C-suite executives, lawyers, accountants, dentists primarily, groups no bigger than 12 to go on the self-awareness and passion quest. Worth having a look at. So, today's big idea. I say retirement is an unnatural act. In nature, birds don't retire. Animals don't retire. Plants and trees don't retire. If they were to retire, they would die. In our Western system, in our Western economic system, we are told that a great life is to work at a job have the security of a job and then your reward for 40 plus years of uninspiring, unfulfilling work that you don't enjoy, that you're not passionate about is retirement. Woohoo! Nirvana! I can retire! I say BS. I say nonsense. That is a very disempowering Innovating, the opposite of energizing, innovating way to live your life. That is a defensive way to live your life. When you go, gosh, I've got to keep this job because I've got to build up my retirement funds. Our whole financial system is constantly telling you, what is your super fund doing? This whole, this, this, this encouragement of you, you've got to save for your retirement, you've got to save for your retirement. I say it's an unnatural act. And living your life where you keep thinking this governs every one of your choices. You say, no, I can't do that because in seven years time or 10 years time, I'm going to retire. That is a big price you are paying for limiting your imagination, limiting your creativity, limiting the genius that lies within you. Putting money aside. As you go through the stages of life, and most of us start at the age of 22 in a job, if we've done university, or 18 in a job, if we've left straight from school, with very few resources. Not many people start with a lot of resources, and we build up those resources. I invite you to think of this building up of resources, this protection mechanism, as a useful nest egg. However, we are now in amazing times, and so what is the point... This is where I acknowledge a good decision by the federal government to enable people to access their superannuation funds earlier. That taps into my philosophy that I'm sharing with you today, that retirement is an unnatural act. It is no point suffering and starving today and you've got $100,000 in your superannuation fund. Similarly, there's no point protecting assets that you might have built up when you have to reinvent your life because life has changed. I consider savings to be like animals in summer getting fat so that they can endure a winter. We build up resources so that we can use those resources when we need to to live in this moment in time. And of course you know the this, this some people want a life of just leave me just let me be safe this show is not for such people this show is not for people who just don't want to take a risk who just want to be wrapped in their mother's arms in a blanket and put on their tit and be like that safe no if that's your if that's what you think life is about then I think this show will be disappointing for you. This show is for, pe- is for people who want to live a magnificent, amazing life, to unleash the amazing resources within. Now, I'm conscious I haven't yet given you my definition of retirement. Here it is. Retirement is when you cease to make a meaningful contribution. Retirement is when you cease to make a meaningful contribution. Meaningful means having meaning to you. You don't have to worry about whether other people think it's meaningful. When you are continuing to make a contribution to this experience of life, you haven't retired. Retirement is not about giving away your income stream. When you have a life of meaning, you are constantly re-energizing. And you you can be 85, 95. In fact, my goal is to be around until I'm at least 120. So I look on myself as having at least 50 years of work ahead of me, 50 years of contribution ahead of me. I consider that my best 50 years is coming up. And I've had over... 45 years of business experience so far. So on that analysis, I'm not even halfway. This is a great way to live life. When I wake up in the morning, there's no thought, gosh, I've got to get something done because my life is going to be over. No way. That's not for me. So what is your meaningful contribution? And that will keep developing. You don't have to make that decision now. But you can start to rethink that for the rest of your life you make such a contribution. Let me tell you a story back in, when, when back in 1980 I visited Hungary with my first wife. And of course, as you know, I'm with Julie, my third and final wife. And so I'm very good at marriage. You know, I've had three successful marriages. And with my first wife, the mother of four of my five children, we went to visit Hungary, where my parents come from, as you know, and I speak fluent Hungarian, I'm president of the Australia Hungary Chamber of Commerce. We went to visit my great aunt in the back blocks of Hungary. 87 years of age she was at the time. We rock up. She couldn't speak English. I could speak Hungarian, but my my wife Jenny couldn't speak Hungarian and she was she knew we were coming she was so excited 87 she goes into the backyard grabs a chook that's running around chops off its head takes off all the feathers makes the most beautiful southern fried chicken 87 years of age what amazing vitality what incredible joie de vivre that that enables her to live this, this, to make this meaningful contribution, to grow her own food, to grow her own chickens. It was just such an inspiring picture. And another thought I put into your mind, another story that I've seen recently, is a 104-year-old financial advisor in New York City goes to the office every single day, 104 years of age. Life is meant to be lived. This is such a tiny, tiny period, 120 years in humanity's history, and the history of this earth is such a tiny blip. Why would you want to cut this short? So, I hope I'm inspiring you to rethink the way that you approach your life. If you have been subconsciously thinking, gosh, retirement is going to be so wonderful, please think again. Our As human beings, we are designed to be in action. We are part of nature. I say to you that this body and mind and spirit has a principle that applies to it called use it or lose it. Very few people cannot use it and not suffer the consequences. I say if you are not using this machine that you have been given, it will Much be much more likely to break down. And my definition of health, you've heard me say this before, based on the Hungarian word agersheg, which means wholeness, your health is the unique optimal balance for you of mental, physical and spiritual elements. So I hope I've provoked you to rethink what you might have been thinking is a good way to live life. Put up with a crappy job so that you can have a good retirement. I say to you, number one, retirement is unnatural. Number two, that's a lousy way to live. So, that's this week's big idea. Time for a bit of humour, having got a bit passionate there as I did. And if you are going to never retire, if you're going to keep making meaningful contributions in a world that is constantly changing... You've got to keep learning. However, there are some dangers in learning. So let me tell you some learning jokes from my buddy Pete Crofts, who established Australia's one and only Humiversity back in 1981. Generally speaking, you aren't learning much when your mouth is moving. If learning was money, some people would need a short-term loan to buy a cup of coffee. I went to school to become a wit and only got halfway through. Some people have heaps of degrees. In fact, they're educated beyond their intelligence. Another one. We need to be clever about learning. A wise friend of mine decided he could benefit by learning to use a computer. He went to a master computer teacher and said, How much do you charge to teach the computer? The master said, $1,000 the first month and $95 a month after that. Excellent, said my wise friend. I shall begin with the second month. <laughs> The book of the week is Absolute Happiness by Michael D'Amico Rowland. A wonderful book with huge amounts of material in it. I read it a long time ago, and I've reacquainted myself with it. It's a beautiful map of much of the ideas that I'm sharing with you in these episodes. Absolute happiness. The song of the week is by Celine Dion taking chances i'm inviting you to take chances i'm inviting you to not be so wedded to your security that you don't take chances the lyrics of this song don't know much about your life don't know much about your world but don't want to be alone tonight on the planet they call earth but what do you say to taking chances what do you say to jumping off the edge Never knowing if there's solid ground below, or a hand to hold, or hell to pay. What do you say? What do you say? Take a look at that song. Have a listen to that song, Taking Chances. I urge you to take chances. That's what keeps you fully alive. My health tip for this week is to walk barefoot on earth or grass. The connection that we as human beings need with the earth is profound. And so many of us are insulated from being in touch with earth that we forget. That's why walking along the beach in bare feet is so important. Remember to do it every day. It becomes a balancing of your energy. My spiritual tip, one of the 10 F's this week, is FUN. In these lockdown times, in these crazy times, it is important to come back to your soul, your spirit, and have some fun. I'm chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy. I'm on the board of the Australian Cartoon Museum. Humour, comedy, a crucial element to your spiritual health. Remember getting back in touch with your spiritual life. And finally, my quote for the week by Helen Keller. Helen Keller, that wonderful woman who was blind and mute and I think deaf, just amazing, three of the five senses, she said, life is either a daring adventure or nothing. And she went on to say that there is no security in nature. True security lies within you. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. So, I hope you find this week's episode of value to you. If it is, please share it with others, like it, subscribe to the podcast, to the YouTube channel. Visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. I hope I've provoked you to think in new ways about the amazing future that could stretch out for you if you were to live till you are 120 years of age. Most people say, as I take another sip of coffee, I wouldn't want to live that long. That shows to me that they don't know what they're passionate about or they're not pursuing their passion, or they have let their dreams die. My books are available, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance. On our websites, if you have any questions, please send me an email to charles at covest.com. And until next week, may you have a week full of passion, full of challenge, full of fun, full of inspiration, where you wake up every morning and embrace this wonderful gift of life that each one of us has at this moment in time. could all change tomorrow, but in this moment in time, here we are. Enjoy this gift. I look forward to being with you next week. Thanks for watching.